0: Morning, guys. How you doing? Uh, Randy just came up and said, uh, he, he who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. Where's that found, Randy? Remember what scripture That's a beautiful verse. I love that. <clears throat> and uh, it's a good word. How about the worship team, guys? Great job, huh? Um, you know, it's interesting because I, I think about that. I don't think there's anybody, I could be wrong, I don't know if, if there's anybody else who practices at 5:30 in the morning and up with a band. <laughs> Not too many. So anyway, uh, I appreciate these guys a lot. They are a blessing to me. Um, there was a, uh, last week I talked about being you know serving, and there there's a couple different directions that I could have gone in. And I I really was praying through this. I really felt the Holy Spirit drop this in me. And it's still on serving but the title of this one is Serving by Listening. And I wanna read, if you guys want to, feel free to follow along in your Bibles or your smartphones. I'm gonna read out of John chapter four, verses four through 27, and when Jesus talks with a Samaritan woman. John chapter four, four through 27. Beginning with verse four, now he had to go through Samaria, Jesus, Husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and is now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the other kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and the worshipers must worship Him in spirit and truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When He comes, He'll explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am He. Then, just then, the disciples returned and were surprised to find talking with a woman But no one asks what do you want or why are you talking with her i love this that she asked a simple question where can i get this living water and it's like jesus said i'm glad you asked i'm glad you asked he answered everyone who drinks the water will be thirsty again but whoever drinks the water i give them Will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The great thing about this question, what I want to, uh, 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 you know, we always talk about asking the right question. My thing is, right, uh, is are we listening for the right questions? Because Jesus, she asked, Where can I get this living water? And Jesus had a response. And this is something that um, happened to me over the weekend. Interestingly, um, I went to my my wife and I went to my brother's and my sister in law's house, and it was just the four of us around the table. And we're having a great time. We had dinner and we had a dessert and we're just chatting. And um, all of a sudden, my sister in law says, "What about these rings? I've got two rings like this, right?" Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm not a gangster. You know, <laughs> some people. Say. I just like these rings. I said, well, this one my wife gave, it to, gave to me. And I didn't say this, but this does say Jesus on it. She got this for my 25th wedding anniversary. And he's the center of my life. But this here, and I, I don't want to spoil it for you guys for going on the return, but I got this with the return event. And it talks, I'm going to only say this, it just talks about the Father's love. And I was able to share that. Now think about this. When someone asks you a question, Hey, you got the platform. What are we doing with that? Do we, do we provide opportunities for people? We, uh, whether it's to go out for coffee and just sit down and chat with somebody. You know, might be our neighbor. And it, here's the other thing that I like. It's, uh, the disciples came back. They were surprised to find him talking with a the woman. They were very surprised. But, interestingly... Uh, I mean, I don't think they questioned it too much. They just said, well, they dare not ask any questions, right? But they were surprised to find him. Is, would, do people make a judgment on you if you're going to go out with your, let's say, your neighbor, he's, his name is John or whatever, and you take him out for coffee? You might say, well, what is he doing with that guy? What in the world? How could he, how could he even spend time with him? And I I submit to you that people need a connect point. And I I really believe part of the gospel, starting with the gospel, is being interested in people. And so many times, let me just talk about listening here a minute. so many times, and I'm not casting stones because it always comes back to me. We talk and talk and talk and don't listen there's somebody we may have a cup of coffee for 1 hour with somebody and we may not say a word we just shut up and just listen to their story i don't know it could be just you you may talk about sports you know it might be it might not be very deep but you never know when that person is going to ask you a pertinent question what what is it about you there's something different. You're bearing the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. You're, you're manifesting these fruit. And these people are going, what is it about you? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's Jesus. Have you ever had anybody ask a question like that? That gives you the platform. That gives, they, They're giving you permission to speak. And so many times, the reason we sometimes don't engage with people is we're not listening. We're not listening or we're not listening for the right questions. Um, and I'd like we've got the mic right here. Uh, Dave Moore. Where, where are you, Dave? Could you come on up a minute? I was talking to Dave last week and yeah, we were talking a little bit about what he does as a deacon, right? right. And we're talking about the, the ministry. And tell me a little bit about what you do as far as when you're engaged with people. uh, Is all you're doing is talking or are you doing a listening, listening to their story?
1: uh, Listening is is huge. So uh, myself, my wife and uh, Deacon Team Five are part of a ministry that started about two years ago called Real Life. So what we're doing is we're mentoring people that come through benevolence. So a lot of these people are, uh, we've had some that are homeless, uh, a lot of single mothers with children, no dad around. Um, And these people are coming in with a lot of anxiety. They're in a difficult spot in their life. And so we have mentors uh, from the church, couples and singles to work with them. And the most important thing to really join them is kind of where we came up with our acronym for real life. And so uh, real, the R is relationships and E is encouragement, A is accountability and love. But the R is important at the beginning, it's relationships. If you're gonna develop a relationship, it starts with listening. Mm. And when somebody is anxious, you don't wanna go in making it about you, like I'm gonna fix this person. You gotta make it, like you're saying Bruce, all about them. So if you're sitting back and you're listening to hear what they're saying, then you'll be able to know where I need to go. And, And it talks about in scripture that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If we're quiet, we can hear what's coming out of their heart. That helps us to know where do we need to join in. So it makes all the difference that you have that position um, that you're going to listen and and validate them because they need to they need to know that you care. So if you're hearing what they're saying and maybe you reflect that back, they know that you're hearing them and that they matter. So that's I think good. that
0: that's just a huge piece. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. That that is so good because there's a he talked about they need to know you care, and there's a, there's an old saying that says people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, right? We can give them a whole whole lot of information, but if people know that we really care about them, are really showing an interest in their lives, I mean it, it's it's really not complicated when you think about it. You, you go to your neighbors and you maybe maybe they have a hobby that, you know t- they tinker with cars and you just strike up a conversation with us Said, man this is so cool so how long have you been doing this you know what got you interested i was talking with a guy the other day we were at a ironically we were at a car show and i was picking this guy's brain about you know uh, him uh, he he had this beautiful beautiful gto and uh he takes cars as a matter of fact he lives down the street and i told him about ours this is a great opportunity i said hey we had a car show last summer no kidding so i said come next year so I invited him. And here again, and he had an opportunity to show an interest in somebody. And I, I look at Jesus and he was showing an interest in this woman. You know, he he stopped to listen. Um there's there's a, a scripture God just brought to me this morning in first Peter three fifteen. It says, But sanctify the Lord your God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. I mean, sometimes we can, you know, I was talking about bearing the fruit. Sometimes it might even be a T-shirt. Remember BRB? I had people, what's BRB? Be right back, Jesus, right? And I mean, those are little things that people, you know, they see a T-shirt. You're always wearing Res Life paraphernalia, you know. Ricky is, and sometimes you get, you have probably had a, had a few people ask you, you know. It's just people in the store wonder what it is. So, um, what I want to do, oh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go to our discussion questions. What time is it? Seven, eight. I really want to spend a little time on this. Um, there was one other verse I had. Would you... I'm going to find it here. Um, where Jesus, ah, I can't find it. I thought I had it. But I want us to break out. The... We have our questions up here. And we're going to talk about in the context of the, uh, the Samaritan woman. And then what I'm going to do is once we are done discussing, I'll probably have, probably Ricky, if you want to do that again. Is that okay? I'll have Ricky go from table to table and get some of your feedback. Okay? Great. All right, guys, let's wrap it up. Um, it's always hard for me because I know that you guys are getting some really good discussions here. Um, hard to hate to in, even interrupt, but... Um, Ricky, if you could take the mic, the man on the street, that'd be great. So um, who would like to approach the first question? Anybody have any input on that one? Anybody? There we go. Got Bobby.
2: So... uh, Three big things stand out here. Um, back in this culture, uh women were seen as less than, you know, they're seen as property, they're looked down upon. So A to have a man stranger talking to a woman is abnormal. And then to have a Jew, she recognized him as a Jew talking to a Samaritan. The Samaritans were seen as less than like half breeds, I believe because when the Jews were in exile, they ended up intermarrying with Samaritans, and so they are by some extension, descendants of Abraham. So the Jews look down upon them as kind of mutts. Um, yeah. So there's that. And then she recognizes him, I believe she would have recognized him as a teacher as many others did because of like, the, one of the sashes he would wear. Um, so to have a high public figure like a teacher, to have a man, to have a Jew talking to a woman with a known bad reputation would be shocking to her.
0: Got it, good, great. All right, Um, how about question two? What we can learn from Jesus? Anybody? Yep, this gentleman over here. I think the first thing that Jesus did was ask for help
1: he asked the woman to draw him a glass of water. Okay. And I think that right there, putting himself in a vulnerable position and asking for help, shocked her because she didn't know how to respond to that.
0: Ah, that's a good point.
1: I think sometimes as men we want to fix it and we want to help others and, and interject ourselves to help them rather than asking for help ourselves.
0: Interesting. That's good. That's good. That's so good yeah Uh, we got dave over here thank you for that
1: i think it comes back to the servant piece too that you were talking about before how jesus you know when he was leading his disciples he led by being a servant so when he washed their feet and peter said no never shall you wash my feet and he said well you won't be a part of me when you approach people as a servant whoever it is um you're humbling yourself which allows them to be seen not you to be seen and god said he will exalt you know those who humble themselves at the proper time and i think mm-hmm. if we come as a servant people aren't intimidated by that they don't see arrogance they don't see i'm a believer i'm a christian i'm better i'm going to help you yeah. out i'm going to fix you and that's not how he came <clears throat> and that's where the power is if we come as a servant
0: that's good it's real good we got is that brandon back there all
3: right now y'all playing
4: All right, one thing that uh, I said here at the table was noticing how Jesus was patient in his um, conversation or speech with her to the point where he already knew he was the Messiah, right? But she didn't know that. What we notice is the slow progression of Jesus being patient with her until she came to the realization of who Jesus really was and who the truth was standing in front of this woman. At first, she realized him as a man And then eventually she says, "Okay, you're a prophet. And then in verse 25, 26, which is uh, verses right after where Bruce stopped her, I believe you might have read that. It says, the woman said, I know the Messiah called the Christ is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. And what Jesus could have easily done was from the very beginning of this conversation, he could have been arrogant and said, can't you see who I am? Right. And I believe whenever we're in conversation with the people, we may have the answer to whatever they need. But sometimes we got to let people speak and let them work through that um, slow process mm. of revelation coming to them. And depending on the Holy Spirit to slow us down and let them speak, just like the gentleman that spoke before from the abundance of the heart, um, we're going to speak. So slow down. Let the Lord slowly work that progression of revelation uh, through people just like Jesus did. So be patient and let the spirit of truth work through you and get to them through your patience.
0: Yeah, like you said, I love that. And you were saying how, how patient he was. He could have been. He, he could have just said, don't you, what, don't you get it? But he was loving. And I, I just feel like there's so much we can learn from his patience with people All right, that's good. Thanks, Brandon. Anybody else on that? Mike? That was really good, Brandon. Um, And that
1: made me think of something. The uh, right word at the wrong time brings the wrong result. But the right word at the right time brings the
0: right result. That's good. Mm. Amen. Amen to that. Anybody else on that second one? We got a lot of good stuff on this already. All right. Uh, how about um, how can I be a better listener? Pastor Tom. It's easy. Great message, Bruce. <clears throat> this is awesome. Um, I would say just do it. And we've got an example at our table is we've got a new man here is Joel. Everybody say hi, Joel. Hey, Joel. <laughs> we, we bypassed the questions and we just asked him about his story. But, I mean, the message fits great. So just do it. Amen. Praise God. That's great. Uh, you got... Uh, Ron. Run, run. Hurry
3: up. <laughs> run to Ron.
5: Um, what came up with our table was that we really need to learn how to take ourselves out of the equation. Um, multiple points came up of, you know, when, we, when we're listening to somebody, like you might have the the answer right away or a scripture pops into your head, but you got to take the time to take yourself out of the equation and just listen. You know, when Jesus was with the Samaritan, he was hot, he was tired, he was hungry. Mm-hmm. He could have sat there even and listened to her, but not listened to her. Right. And how many times did we sit in a conversation with somebody, but we got so many things going on in our own head yep. that yep. We're, they're talking, but we're not even listening. Yeah, we're biting our tongue. To or you've yeah. got the answer, and you just want to jump in, and mm-hmm. there's that half mm-hmm. second when they pause or something. Well, let me tell you about this. <laughs> right. So we need to, and Daniel brought it up, and he said, you know, we, we need to take ourselves out of the equation That's good. and just let that person
0: talk. That's really good. And, it, and you think about that. I mean, we, we, we all know, every one of us knows that eventually they have to hear the truth, right? They have to hear the, the, the good news of the gospel. We understand that. But I believe it starts, it starts with listening. We have John over here. Go ahead, John. One of the
1: most effective ways you can get yourself out of the equation is to ask them questions. Develop the self-discipline to recognize where you're at in the moment and ask them leading questions to keep them talking. But it requires you to actually make that, develop that self-discipline and self-awareness. But ask questions. Keep them talking. Make Good. it
0: about them. Amen. Spoken like a true professional. Tim. Tim's got something. Oh, we got, oh, we got, no, 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 Go ahead. Joe, I'm sorry, I didn't see you.
6: Uh, no worries, no worries. Hey, so um, something I noticed that Jesus did was he put himself in a place where there was need. You know, he put himself at a well, and people are going to go to a well. They're not going to avoid a well because a guy is standing there. They need the water, right? And so putting ourselves in a place where people are, um, you know, isolated. Yeah, there are a lot of shops that have people just standing there waiting for customers to come in, right? And they're, they're <laughs> kind of stuck, you know, in what they're what they're doing, and you know, approaching them from a place of, you know, a waitress, a dental hygienist, uh, you know, whatever they're doing. If they're serving yeah. you, they're they're serving you. And to stop and say, how can I serve you? Yeah. I, my dental hygienist, I asked her, I, hey, and looked looked her in Hey, how how are you doing? How are how is your, you know, your life? How are things going? And oh my gosh, nobody ever asked me that. Thank you so much. I just got married, and da 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 da. And her story went on. It was great. And she had the whole time while she had her hands in my mouth, you know, to tell me that story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was a great listener because she had her hands in my mouth. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, <laughs> but put your place in a place, you know, put yourself in a place like in a shop or something when no one else is there. You can, you know, approach and just make that time and just ask that question. How how are things with you? How's your day? You know, and it, yeah, you'd be surprised right. at. If right. you wait for an answer other than, oh, it's good. Yeah, when you, it's they good. realize you're waiting to hear yeah. more, yeah. they'll give it.
0: And it's not being, you know, not talking about being nosy. Just be interested in people. You know, if they want to nice. talk, they'll talk, right? Go ahead, Tim. So i I'll share with you guys one of my things my grandfather has told me is you have two ears and one mouth, so you listen more, twice as much, yep. than you talk. But one of the things the Lord has put on my heart, too, is he said you got two ears, put one ear on the person you're talking to, one ear on the Holy Spirit. Oh. Mm-hmm. So as they're
1: talking, you're also listening to the Holy Spirit, what He's given. What I've also, we're part of real life too. What I've learned
0: is, as the Holy Spirit gives you things to share with them, sometimes they take it right away. Sometimes they don't. Don't take offense to it. Just let the Holy Spirit start mm-hmm. planting that seed in their life, and just keep moving on. Mm-hmm. So, I, I was thinking too. It's, like, it's just like when you're, if you are sitting at with a cup of coffee with a man, having a cup of coffee with another guy. It, there's really three people there, right? You two and the Holy Spirit, right, so, okay. Uh, over 40
1: years ago, I, I went through a course, that was called David Sandler Selling System. This individual was a CEO of a company, got fired, started all over again, working in sales, went out. He was the brunt of how not to sell things because he did such a bad job, couldn't sell he couldn't close a sale, so he, he went back and he started asking questions of all the same people that he couldn't close to. And he closed every one of those sales simply because he was listening instead of talking. Mm. So the term speaking is like spilling your candy in the lobby as opposed to just speaking outwardly. Just shut up. Yeah. Listen. The yeah. next person that talks buys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good. That's good. Thanks, Rick. Wow. Good stuff, man. You guys got so much to share. Anybody else? Um, Looks like, yep. are you, Michael? So one thing that uh, was brought to my attention one time when it comes to the word listen, it shares the same letters as the word silent.
6: They are the exact same
0: letters in silent as there is in listen. Wow. And that is a way, what talked to me was for you to be silent, not just on your exterior, but also on your interior. Be silent and listen. That's good. I never knew that. That's great. Well, it looks like we've got Bobby. Uh, Bobby already spoke, anybody else?
2: <laughs> Come on. Uh, I think one of the, just sitting back here take kind of Backing, taking a higher view, we see Jesus ask, will you serve me? And the woman humbly ends up with living water, eternal life. You know? mm-hmm. So I think that's the, the big question is here. Jesus comes to us and says, will you serve me? Good. Great.
3: I mean, that was pretty cool.
0: Okay. Um, those were awesome. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't want you to go wrap it up because I know we could go on. Guys, I just feel like this is such a good subject. I mean, feel free to look at that fourth one and think about it this week, practical ways we can connect with our neighbors, I mean, or our coworkers, or our family. You know, maybe, maybe it's going to an event together, or maybe it's just going to, like I said, maybe just a cup of coffee or whatever your favorite drink is. Could be a Red Bull, I don't care. But, you know, bottom line is it's, it's just two of you. <laughs> Probably not, but <laughs> two of you anyway. Uh, it's three of you actually. It's, no, it is. It's, it's you and that other person, in the Holy Spirit. So, so be maybe. And like I said, this is speaking back to me too. I haven't done it in a while. But you know, be intentional about how we want to reach our neighbors and how we can follow Jesus' model as far as. Over that, it was a cup of water. Maybe it's over a cup of coffee, right? Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for my brothers here. Thank you that you're helping us to be better listeners. Challenge us, Lord Jesus, to just shut up and let the Holy Spirit speak and listen through us so we can better engage with people and know what their needs are. And maybe they'll ask that pertinent question. What is it about you? What is it about you that's different? And then I can say, well, let me tell you, I'm glad you asked. And I'm, they give you the platform, and then you speak through us, Holy Spirit. Give us ideas, give us wisdom, give us guidance, how we can better connect with our, the people that are around us. They, it doesn't mean they're our inner circle. This is our inner circle right here, strong believers. But it means that we do need to be salt. So we thank you for that. Bless each guy. May they be a blessing to the community. May we be a blessing and just an encouragement. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey, you guys, real quick to, I just,
3: I feel pressed to say this here. Um, To even look at it from the opposite side in, in the woman's response is that she did what she did in the heat of the day because she didn't want anybody to see where she was at, right? She was intentional about being separated in loneliness, right, because of, probably how people have seen her but the one thing that as we're going out and engaging we have to be we have to be able to be interrupted mm-hmm. you know cuz a lot of these times these conversations especially the ones that need to be happened you might have stuff going on and you have to be willing to lay down whatever that is for that moment. Last week I was uh, meeting uh, a guy that I went to the return with at a breakfast. We, have, we met at Red Geranium and I'm there. I get it there just a little early and I'm, I'm reading the word and whatnot. And uh, the waitress comes over and, and she asks if I need anything. And she kind of lingers a little bit because she sees me reading. And I asked her, I was like, hey, like, how are you doing? What, what's going on? And she was like, um, I see that you're, you know, you're reading and whatnot. I would love some prayer. And I'm like, I did not expect this conversation to go that way at all, right? And so, um, but just being willing to, like, in my mind, all right, God, I'm here. I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to meet with my buddy. And God's like, yeah, well, I got you here for a reason, you know? And, And that reason could be that listening ear. Amen.